Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did 1958's The Fly. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Oh, well, um, I've been out. Oh! I've been out. I've left the house. I've been out. I'm day out. Well, that's exciting. Oh, it was great. I had, what did I do? I had a can of Sprite and I had a, a scone jam and cream. <laughs> it's just the simple <laughs> things, isn't it? I, I a ferry. Oh! Yeah. I haven't been out yet. I was going to go out because I was going to go to the pub. Oh, but you didn't. But I didn't because it was full and I couldn't get in. They're too busy. They're too full. Like, even if you don't care about all the rules, Mm. you can't even fit in. Yeah. You can't even fit in these outdoor places. Yeah, that's it. I tried, but then I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to sit in my garden because my garden's Mm. sunny. My garden's nicer, to be fair. My garden is like a beer garden. Yeah. Sort of. So it's fine. (laughs) So that's what I did. But yay. Hopefully, getting back to a bit of normality. Fingers crossed. Well, yeah, getting back to being weird. I'm waiting for my second vaccine. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I haven't had mine yet, but um, I'm sure at some point I You'll will. You'll be due soon, I think. Yeah. Be, I'm due. Due a jab. Due. What else? I'll tell you what else we've done, which I'm going to include as part of our Twin Peaks. <gasps> yeah, we recorded the Twin Peaks version of our introduction we certainly did it was tricky but we managed it yeah it was quite hard wasn't it but we did so i'm gonna put that in so you can listen to it hi welcome to wonderful and strange i'm pj hello my name is Celia. pretty good well i was surprised at how well it turned out yeah i was (laughs) actually yeah i didn't think it would turn out to be fair but uh it did it was pretty good i like it we should maybe do the whole podcast like that. Oh, no. Oh, I couldn't. No, no, ages. no. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> the editing. Oh, no. Maybe not. <laughs> so, this week, we covered The Fly, the original Fly, from 1958, directed by Kurt Newman, and it scored a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. And the synopsis is, a scientist has a horrific accident following work on a teleportation device. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's pretty much when science goes bad. So before we get into the review, I'm gonna slip into haiku corner. (laughs) I've written a little haiku. Man with a fly head, a fly with a human head. Science that goes wrong. Yep. Haikus are the best way to just it's amazing. completely define a film yeah. in three lines. Yeah. All synopsis of films should be done in haiku. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> so we start with the credits and it's like, it looks like a sort of close-up of a grey or something like that or like, it almost looks like a, 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 like a microphone you know, like the close-up of a sort of meshy yeah. microphone. And you get, uh, you can hear all this this buzzing of the fly. And then uh, it's it's basically a fly sort of crawling about on this surface that you get. So then we open and it's night time. 
And there's a cat. There's a cat. And it's cross. It's All the ca- furious. Every single cat in this film is really cross. The cat... I mean, cats can be grumpy at the best of times, but these cats on film are were, not happy. They're, they're especially cross. cross. Yeah. This guy sort of puts him out and he's like, oh, you're looking for your girlfriend tonight? <laughs> and chucks him out. And it's this... Uh, I think he's like a night watchman type guy, like a security mm, yeah. guard of the place. And he's in a factory... So he goes into this factory and clocks in. And then he hears the noise of one of the machines going off. So he follows this noise and he sees a woman sort of scooting off. I'd say running, but she wasn't really running. She was tottering because she had heels on. Fa- you think, in given the circumstances, you'd run a bit faster. But You've committed a crime. You'd be cheesing you it out, out there big time. Yeah. yeah. So she goes off and then he sees that there is a person under a big press that's been squished. Mm. His reaction is priceless. <laughs> I rewound this and watched it about five oh, times. His acting, he his acting was so good. I can't I can't describe it. It's almost like I don't I don't even know. It's just like a really sudden like <laughs> surprise. It but like builds, doesn't it? Like he does one expression and it builds and then into he does like another. a bigger expression. Oh, it's brilliant. I love it. It's amazing. I don't even. I just oh. Literally, I watched it about five times. (laughs) I just could not stop laughing. It's amazing. So if you you haven't watched the film and you're not going to watch the film, at least YouTube YouTube the man's surprise because Mm. it's it's incredible. So he calls Vincent Price. Oh, no. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. The woman calls Vincent Price first. And he's like, hello. And she's like, I've killed Andre. I need help. (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, all right, then. He is. He's properly like... Hello. Hello. Like, call the police. Come quickly. And she's hysterical. And then he hangs up and he's like, hmm, what just happened? That's really odd. Then the phone goes again. And this is the surprised man from the thing. And he's like, he calls and he's like, his head is under the press. I think it's meant to be in France, right? Because they're all like I think it's Canada. Um, is it? Canadian. Mm. Ah. Because they're all kind of French sounding. Mm. That makes more sense because I was like, it's not. Doesn't feel like France, but they all sound French. Mm. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're in Quebec or something. So he's like, I will get the police. I'll sort it. It's fine. But then I sort of said, I was like, he's definitely settled in for the night because he's wearing a smoking jacket. Oh, yeah. He's wearing like a red smoking jacket. I was like, he's not been prepared that he's going to have to go outside (laughs) again tonight. He doesn't want to. So then it cuts to a gentleman's club and it's uh, a call for you, which it, it turns out is the inspector, isn't it? He had a, such a weird chess set. Yeah. It was a very odd chess set. It was wasn't weird. It? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Fran- Francois is Vincent, I think. He's Francois. Mm. Oh, yeah. It cuts to a thing of him dialing the phone and I was like, you can't dial a rotary phone in an emergency. Oh, it, took it takes so long. <laughs> Especially if you have to dial 999. Which yeah, is, it's like the longest it's the one. the furthest away number. Yep. But I think there was a reason for that. So I don't, don't know what it is. accidentally do it, Maybe, I, I don't know. Yeah. But he's like, I'm sorry to call so late. Uh, my sister-in-law phoned. She's killed my brother at our factory, Andre. That uh, That's happened, basically. So the inspector's like, is there a body? Right, I'm on my way. Playtime at the gentleman's club is over. Oh, it is over. Let's leave. What time of day is it? It feels like it's about seven o'clock, but also about half eleven. This this was kind of the issue with the blob as well. It was like, like what the hell time is it? Yeah. I don't even know. No idea. So we cut to the factory crime scene, and Francois says he will raise the press to get this man out, and they reckon he's been dead for about half an hour. Because I think, oh yeah, there's a guy who goes up and he's like. He's dead. I was like, I think he could be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's he's been squashed quite severely by a press. Yeah. I think he could be. Yeah. His yeah. arm, arm and head have been squashed in this press, which comes back into play later. So they're like, there was about fifty tons of pressure, but the impact was zero, and it's never ever set in this manner. And it would basically squeeze metal, so that doesn't make sense. And then, yeah, Vincent's distraught and he's like, I don't understand. They were really happy. Like, they were a really nice couple and... There's no way. There's There's no no way way. he would do this. I I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. And then they look at the stroke count of the machine and it's been pressed twice. Mm. So he's been squished twice. And then the the nightman, the uh, surprised Frenchman, he's like, I heard it two times. 
I think he's my favourite. Yeah, I heard it two times. I heard it go off two times. Then uh, it cuts to the sister-in-law who's back at her house. And she's pretty calm. She's pretty happy. She doesn't look like she's just put her husband under a press at all. No. And we're like, why, why are you acting like this? This is weird. So she's just sat in the parlour. And then uh, she's like, yes, I'm all right now. I'm fine. Yeah, right, everything's uh, fine. Everything's fine. Everything's perfectly normal. I don't think it is. So then uh, Inspector comes, who is an Inspector Shiraz. Yeah, So I called it Inspector Red Wine. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, uh, I killed my husband about half an hour ago. What, what, you murdered him? And she's like, no, I killed him. It wasn't a murder. And then uh, they're like, really, did you? How do you operate the press? And she was like, well, it's quite simple. You just press the red button and that makes it squish. So they're a bit like, hmm. Mm. And then she's like, he put his own head under the press. Like, he did that himself. I just press the button. He set it up. And they're like, well, why would he do that? And she's like, I can't tell you. Just, the problem with this is, like, what does she expect the police to do with this scenario? Yeah, I know, like, yeah. She's like, like yeah. he did it himself, but I can't tell you why. Mm. And uh, and then they're like, why can't you tell us? And she's like, I just cannot answer. I am not telling you anything. And then she's like, do you want a coffee? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, she's so, like, nonchalant. Yeah. Right? You, yeah, you know, it's whatever. So... The inspector's sipping his coffee and looking at her like she's lost her damn mind because this whole sort of story sounds completely insane. And then he decides that she needs some surveillance. It's like, we need to surveil her. She is crazy. She Well, she's certainly not fitting the profile of an innocent person or a guilty person. She's coming off like a bit of a nut, yeah. to be honest, isn't she? So, apparently, it was the biggest box office hit of Kurt Newman's career, this film. But he died a month after the premiere and a week before general release. So he never got to know that it was really good. I know, what a shame. Because it's a classic. It's like one of the most Mm. well-known B-movie-style films of the era, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And he never got to see. I know, what a shame. Apparently, some of the lab was from Emirac, which was the computer from Desk Set. It was made in 1957. I haven't watched Desk Set. Has anyone watched Desk Set? I, I don't know. <laughs> so then uh, does she... I think it's Vincent Price is like, can you show me the lab? Mm. So they go in and, and there's a, you can hear this fly buzzing and she's kind of looking around what's going on. And then he's kind of... He's like, this is the work of a madman. All this special equipment. He was he was working on something, and, and I'm sure he says like he was working on loads of different things and all this kind mm. of stuff. And then he's like, "I was part of the business. We had more money than we knew what to do with." Oh wow! Well, well what a difficult position you find yourselves in. But then she, he's kind of saying to this inspector as well, "She won't tell us why." And they were like, "Did he commit suicide?" And then he's like, "What shall I tell Philippe, which is their son?" And he's like, "What am mm. I going to tell him?" Like. That's not very good. And they were like, he says, keep her under observation. And then I think he asked if they did like inspe- experiments with animals and stuff. And he was like, no, no, they believed in the sacredness of life. They'd never do such a thing. Wouldn't hurt a fly. Mm, literally. Literally. Mm. So then it cuts to her. She's having breakfast in bed. She's having a lovely time, oh, apparently. Oh, yeah, the nurse is looking after her very the well. nurse is looking after her. And then uh, this little boy comes in, which is Philippe, their son. And I was like, how is she sat in bed eating breakfast like nothing's happened and not been arrested when she put her husband in a press yeah. and squished him last night? Yeah. They'd get her in for questioning, surely. You'd think. Apparently not. Yeah. Apparently as well, an interesting thing about this film, a lot of people say that they've seen it in black and white and it was never filmed in black and white. It's always been in colour. It's the, uh, is it the Mandela effect? Yeah. yeah. And there's that film that doesn't exist that loads of people, that people have seen, seen with, like, Shaquille O'Neal in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one that, like, apparently they've seen it in black and white, but... You just think it it's in black and white because of its era. In yeah. the sense of, like... Yeah. And maybe because a lot of it was black and white mm. coloured maybe. sets. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the lab was the kind lab of The lab was quite dark, and, wasn't it? Yeah. So... She, yeah, so she's having a breakfast, like, you know, nothing's happened. And there's a fly buzzing and she kind of shoes it, but she looks really distraught. Mm. 
And the nurse tries to swat this fly and and she goes absolutely crazy and she's like, let me look at it. And she's like, okay. And then she just starts bursting into tears and I was like, well, here we go, 50s, hysterical woman again. That's what you get. Yeah, she's kind of looking at this fly and then Vincent Price comes and I think she says something about her son, but because I think he's kind of looking after her at this point and he says that she's acting like her son isn't hers, that is mm. Vincent Price's son. And he's like, she's definitely losing the plot. I don't know what's going on. And then uh, the inspector's like, you're in love with her, aren't you? It's a bit like <laughs> Dale Cooper. How long yeah. have you been in love with her then? And he's like... Even yeah. I could tell that Francois was in love with her. He's like, yeah, but... And he's like, yeah, but, she, you know, she was with my brother and that's that, like, whatever. Mm. And then he's like, oh, well, you've got a motive then. Well, Vincent Price would never do anything. But I thought if you so wanted to awful. do your brother in, you wouldn't squish him under a you wouldn't press. Make surely. this elaborate setup, no. Mm. Vincent has dinner with Philippe, and then Philippe's like, "Can I ask you a question, Uncle?" And he's like, "Yes, you can." He's like, "Do flies live for a long time?" And he's like, "What? I don't know." He's like, "I, I don't actually know, don't to know. be honest." He's like, "Oh, I saw that fly Mum was looking for. Its head is white and has a weird leg. I saw it on your desk." Then he's like, Mum made me let it go. You know how women are. <laughs> how are you kid? <laughs> simmer down. I was like, whoa now, Philippe. Just simmer your roll. So Vince goes to his office and calls Inspector and then he leaves to go visit this woman like his sister-in-law. The nurse tries to stop him, but he decides that he's going in anyway. He's like, I'm mm. coming in. So that's happening. And he's he's like, mm, you, uh, does she tell him that he looks tired? Oh, you look tired. Which is not what anyone wants to hear ever. It's like you look tired. Well, brilliant. I think people know when they're tired. And then he's like, I'm glad. You, I'm. She's like, yeah, I'm glad you came. I need to ask you a question. How long do flies live? And he's like, what? Why are you asking me this as well? And then he's like, she says, oh no, he says it was in my study. I didn't kill it. And then she kind of goes mad about this fly and he's like, what is going on? You need to tell me. And she's like, I can't, I can't tell you. And then he's like, you need to tell me now. And then she's like, I'm just pretending to be mad for my son because I'm protecting him. I'm not actually mad. I'm quite lucid at this point. And Vince is like, I'll help you. You just need to tell me what's going on. And then they're like, call Inspector Redwine. (laughs) And then uh, he calls him and said... She says, I'm not a murderess. I carried out his last wish. This is what I wanted. And then she says, uh, she's like, it all happened a few months ago. And then we go into the flashback. We go into the flashback. So the first bit of the film, Milm film, is like after the the main events. Mm -hmm. Mm. So we go into this flashback and it's happy family, Andre, his wife and Philippe. Yeah. Playing with cat, it's cross. <laughs> that cat's not. What's because it called? Do 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 do. I can't remember. Something. I can't yeah, remember I what it was called, but it was very cross. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Andre wears the same clothes in nearly every scene, except yeah. when they go to the ballet. And also, the nurse was the voice of Cruella Deville in 101 Dalmatians. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I love that. I was like, nice. So she goes to the lab and he's like, "I've been doing this new research. I'll show you." And then he's like, but you can't tell anyone it's a big thing. You'll be the first to see a miracle. So he puts this plate in this box. It's like a clear sort of perspex box, it looks like. With a not very secure door. No. Considering. And there's loads of gears and dials. And then he's like, put these glasses on. And uh, he, he starts pressing all these buttons. And there's all these like lights flashing. There's like neon lights in patterns and, and sort of dots whirring and all this kind of stuff. It's like sort of... It's almost like um, the time machine type yeah, it's kind like of effect. Flashing little lights and, and little yeah. switches and things. The technology at the time always had yeah. to have all this stuff and like tapes, reels yeah, of tapes. Yeah, 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 reels of tapes yeah. whirring and all that kind of stuff. So then there's this big flash and the plate disappears. And then she's like, well, where's the plate gone? So then he opens another part of his lab where there's another box in there and the plate's in there. And he's, he's sort of basically saying, that it can transport matter at the speed of light. And it kind of kind of explains it, but mm, doesn't really explain doesn't, yeah. it. And he's like, this could like change people's lives. I could send food to people. I could transport people so there'd be no need yeah. for cars yeah. anywhere. Oh, it's going to revolutionise the world. It's going to be great. 
there'll be no famine and then you know it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome and and he's really really happy and she's like oh well i hope you don't transmit me and he's like why and then she shows him the plate and there's a made in japan on it but it's backwards backwards he's like nah does she say does it matter and i thought yeah it does because it's not doing it properly yeah so he's he it comes to him and he's working on this experiment and he's trying to solve this problem of of it being backwards and he tries a newspaper because obviously yeah that's yeah and there's like a board of like equations and symbols and stuff and he transports this newspaper and it comes out perfect and he's like yes it's perfect i've done it i've cracked it so then uh, the cat comes in and it's meowing and he gives him some milk and he's loving his milk. Did you find it weird that he was, whilst he was coming out of these experiments in the basement, he was drinking a big glass of milk? Men and milk, it's weird. I, yeah, just the thought of someone drinking a big glass of milk whilst doing science experiments feels weird. I can't drink milk anymore, but I did used to drink I wouldn't glasses drink of milk. a glass of, like I just wouldn't I would. drink a glass of milk. I would. Nice cold milk. It's good. I miss milk. Yeah, so this cat's having his milk and then he's like, hmm, I'm going to pick this cat up and he's like, ooh, you might be the first famous cat. first famous cat. Cat is like, I don't want to get involved. He's cross, puts it in the box, it's crosser again, transports the cat, but the cat doesn't come into the other box and he's like, where's the cat? Mm. And all I can hear is this meowing in the ether of time. Poor cat, where's it gone? That cat's raging. That cat is in the rafters. Don't even know where it where's is. Where's it gone? I wish we could have a follow-up film following the journey of the where's cat. Where's the cat gone? Yeah. So, apparently, for the film, uh, David Hedison, I don't know if he was, like, the guy in it, I think, he suggested a progressive transformation of him into mm. a fly, but the producers declined because of cost and time. Well, I suppose they'd need to have lots of different yeah. kind of makeup stages. Yeah. Whereas the way they did it, they just had literally one. They had a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. A piece of cloth. <laughs> but when the 1986 remake came about, that's what he did. That's what they did. Yeah. So it did happen. He is on the phone. Or is she on the phone? Is she on the phone? Yeah, I think she's on the phone to him. And he's saying, oh, is, is Andre there? And he's, she's like, oh, he's in the lab. And then she's sort of saying, kids acting up, the cat's missing, I'm, mm. oh, I'm just having a bit of a bad time. And then Francois's like, it'll be fine, don't worry. Then it cuts to the husband comes and he's like, I'm really sorry for the last two weeks, I've been a bit awkward and it's been a bit horrible for you. We'll go to the ballet. Yeah. And he's in a really good mood. Everything's solved it. So they, they go to the ballet and then I was like, hang on a second. So she is telling Vincent Price this story. In a flashback. And she's included. She's included the fact that they went to ballet. I'd be like, skip to the end, look. Get to the bit where you explain why you murdered him. Don't That's the bit the that ballet. I need to know. I don't need to know that you went to the ballet. Like, <sighs> oh my God. So it's he's doing all these equations on one of the ballet leaflets yeah. and she stops him because she's like, You're at the ballet. put your science away. We're at the ballet now. How did they get tickets at short notice? I don't know. She probably told him the story of how they got the tickets because I feel like this is where (laughs) they had to cut down her story. They had to edit out her story. They did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That poor guy at the bar can't see, can he? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, he's moving. I thought it was like a little, little moment of comedy. That was quite funny. Yeah, I I feel like that's always me at gigs and stuff because I'm quite Mm. short. I can never see. There should be some sort of tiered seating arrangement for your height. Yeah, shouldn't there? Really? Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, little people should be allowed to sit at the front. What if you each person had a step that was to their height exactly, so that each row was like one inch taller than the row behind? So you could be next to someone tall and he'd have a small step and you'd have a big step, but you'd still be at the same height. And then the people behind you would be like yeah. on a step that's one inch graded up. Mm. So you're on a, like a really... But then that would be quite hard, wouldn't it? It'd be quite complex because yeah. you'd have to know the height of each person. Oh, can maybe just be each person brings their own step that's adjustable, and then you adjust it. Your ticket to the tallest person. Your ticket. You have to put your height in when you buy your ticket, and it'll combine the seat or the standing position with your height, and say you need to set your step to point eight two. It's a very complex system. They should just let but me sit it would the front. Work. It'd be better. You'd be able to see. Yeah. So. They go back to the lab and he wants to celebrate 
uh, and he sends champagne through the teleportation device. Yeah. And then she's like, ooh, it's still cold. And I would be ooh. surprised if it, if it didn't pop. Yeah. On the, or if the cork wasn't quite exactly in mm. the same position. So, I do, yeah. Yeah. But it seemed to be perfectly fine. Because I feel like at this point, he's solved it. Mm. And I like the fact that he doesn't have to explain it. It's like, yeah. he's solved it, it, it works, it. it's he's fine. But even he doesn't quite know how Just it works. to, like, move the story along. I think sometimes some stories get a bit bogged down with, like, trying to explain yeah. things and... But then there's other things like um, like Looper, for example. They're like, time travel happens, that's it. And mm. they, they don't really explain it. Yeah. I think like Bruce Willis has a line in it of, of basically like, it doesn't matter. It just works, kind of deal with it. Well, kind of also, thing. It, it depends on the film. Like, if, mm. like in Back to the Future, the science behind it was part of the plot in it they had to recreate. Yeah. Whereas in other films, it's more about the plot of... What doing else is whatever going on. you're yeah. doing in the time. The science is kind of yeah. secondary I mean, like it, to that. We all know yeah. it's a fictional film anyway, so That's it, it doesn't yeah. have to have a logical explanation. This is the thing, I don't really, I don't mind if things aren't logical to me. I don't, I just kind of, I always like rationalise it in my mind, so mm. I don't really care. I don't always mind when it's science fiction, Yeah. but then sometimes when it seems like if you can travel in time in a film plot wouldn't unfold as it does yeah because you would use the time travel ability differently yeah yeah so that's it it's like you know when in harry potter and they can do spells mm. i'm like well why don't you just do a different spell that solves the problem sort of thing that's probably yeah simplifying it a bit i guess but spells is where i draw the line because i'm like how do spells work <clears throat> i don't know i don't know <laughs> Oh, God. So then he decides that he's going to put a guinea pig in. He's got a little guinea Aww. pig, and she's like, oh, no, not a guinea pig. That's terrible. And it's making its little squeaky yeah. squeak noise. And I was like, oh. So then he's like, put your goggles on, and he puts it puts it in this box. The guinea pig is raging. I feel like all the animals in this were cross. They didn't want to be dismantled and rebuilt. I was like, that guinea pig's going to bite that guy mm. as soon as the cameras are cut. Soon as. Bite him. So then... Uh, I think the guinea pig works, and then she's like, oh, well, it worked, it's fine. And then he's like, yeah, the cat didn't work, though. And she's like, you what? Where's the bloody cat? Where's the cat gone? And then he sort of says something about cat atoms. <laughs> cat atoms, I don't know where he is. He's gone. And then she's like, is this a good idea? Are you playing God? Which is really interesting. And I feel like they go more into that in the remake. Mm. And it's like, if you can do these things, should you do these things? Because where do you draw the line? That's I, I do think there is quite like... There's a lot of things that could be done with science, but... Mm. But Why maybe shouldn't be done. would you want... Also, a lot of things, can, once they're done, can't be undone. Yeah, like, that's it. Why yeah. would you want to introduce... Like, um, there's a film about... It's about Teflon or something. Mm. And apparently, the... It, what's it called? With um, Incredible Hulk in... Avengers? The guy who plays Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. He was in a film about poisoning from industrial processes. It was really, really good, but I haven't seen it yet, but I would Ooh, like to see it. Right. And it's like, once this stuff is in the environment, it's in the environment, and it, you can't necessarily remove it. Yeah. And, there, and people are like, well, we can make really good non-stick pans if we make this stuff. And it's like, well, no. At it's what cost? In the environment now. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. And like, use of things that kind of seem like a good business adventure at the time. Actually, mm. well, now it's like, well, now we're stuck with loads of... Pollutants. Like, yeah. And, yeah, that's it. So she, yeah, she's not really on board with this. And she's kind of saying, she's like, I'm a little bit scared about the limit. Like, what is going to happen? Like, the sort of limitations of this. And, uh, and then she, does he say, oh, yeah, you're, I'm scared of electronics and x-rays and... Yeah, she's sort of <laughs> like that. as being like, well, he, she's like scared of X-rays or something. When he's like, "Well, you're not afraid of knowing the Earth is round, are you?" Yeah, and, and it's, it's like, just Whoa. like, oh god. But the cheers anyway. So then uh, it cuts to him sort of chilling in the garden, and everything's quite happy. Apparently, he's looking at God in the garden. He's yeah. on an odd chair. Yeah, an filled, oversized chair filled with the wonder of progress, mm. and he's like, "I love spring; it's great." And then I was like, "I feel like his hair's a different color in this scene." His hair was less gray because it was like black with gray. Yeah, and then it and then it kind of looked different in the scene. So 
he's like, Francois's coming to lunch. I'm going to show him this teleportation thing. It's going to be great. I'm really excited. Yeah, they they finish... Oh, yeah, that's it. They cook to lunch with Francois. They finish with a crepe Suzette. And I was like, he was there. You don't need to tell this bit of the story. (laughs) He experienced this bit. He was there at lunch. (laughs) Oh, my God, honestly. They go to lab. And uh, Philippe calls his mum and she's like, yes, Philippe, what's it? And he's like, well, I've caught this weird looking fly. It's got a white head and a weird leg. And it's in a little Mm. matchbox. And then she's like, yeah, just let it go. And he's like, it's the best fly I've ever caught. (laughs) It's great. Philippe, I feel like Philippe is going to grow up to be either normal or not. Yeah, there's a fine line in there. Yeah. Fine line. So he lets it go. And then uh, it cuts to that evening and he's not had any dinner because i think the uh the sort of maid person was like he's not had any dinner he's not eaten and a bit worried about him kind of thing and she's like i'll go i'll go see what's up she goes to the door but she can't get in and she's like are you all right then there's a little note under the door Mm. and then uh it's like i've had an accident it's life life or death situation or something it's quite dramatic it's like i can't speak i need you to knock three times to let me know that you've understood this message I need some milk with rum in it. Of course. <laughs> rum milk. Of course. That's what flies like to drink. So she do, as a as a good wife, she's like, yes, I will get you your rum milk. Would, is the milk warmed up to mix in the rum? Or I don't is it think ice it was. I think it was just milk and rum. Ice cold milk with rum mixed in sounds weird. Was warmed milk with rum milk mixed in sounds fine. Makes more sense, doesn't mm, it? I feel like the rum and the ice cold milk wouldn't mix very well as warm milk and rum Might wood. Do. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really the main she, issue. Uh, yeah, she she prepares this rum milk and uh, I think she she spills some of it so the maid cleans up the spillage. <laughs> so she knocks and then uh, I think she gets another note that it's, we need to find a fly. It's got a white head. You need to obey these orders implicitly. <laughs> My life is in your hands. It's really dramatic. It's Yeah, so... Then uh, the door opens and it's him with a cloth on his head. <laughs> she's very, uh, yeah, she's very good and she, she gives him his milk and he sucks up this milk and she looks really confused. Yeah, sort of puts his cloth in his head over it and, and inhales oh, can hear it. this like slurping noise. Oh. And then uh, she's like, I don't, she's like, this fly that you want isn't here. And she's like, right, knock once for yes and twice for no. And then... She's like, I'll look for it tomorrow, it'll be fine. We'll just go to bed. But he's like, no, no. He's sort of shaking his head and he won't, he won't go. And she's just like, let it go. And then she's like, I think Philippe caught it, but he let it go somewhere. Mm. What are the chances? And then uh, he, I think he goes to like grab a hand, but one of his hands is it's a little like claw. claw and she screams. Then uh, she runs out and then there's another note under the door. Come back in the morning, I'll explain it. I'm sorry. Just have a good night's rest. And we'll talk about it in the morning. Why not talk about it You've right now? You've got a damn now? clue. We'll yeah. talk about it now. Thank you very much. So she's like, I will find that fly. You get some sleep. It'll be fine. So she wakes up with a mission to find this fly. Yeah. She takes food to Andre, gives him... Does she give him the paper? Like the newspaper or something? Like proper like husbandly mm. breakfast and stuff. I noticed when she walked past as well, he had a thing for spools and it was all very organised. Yeah, loads of wires on spools, yeah. I liked Best that. Way. Yeah, and, he's, and he sort of says, basically says he's had an accident, he got into this machine. How did he get into that machine? Because the box was really small. He only would have just fitted it. If he I don't like... think he would have fitted in there. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, he got in it somehow and a fly got in with it, so he needs to get back in the machine with the fly. Yeah. And if he can't find this fly, he's going to have to destroy himself. Yeah. And she's like, "That no. That what? seems a bit extreme. No. And then uh, he's still got this cloth over his head at this point, but he won't let her see what's under the cloth. <laughs> she She's sort of like, we must find this fly to the maid woman. And she's the maid is like, right? this house gets stranger every day. Yeah, she's just like, well, you're paying me. I guess we'll look mm. for this fly. Whatever. She um, she starts looking for this fly and then she's like, we need to find a fly. And Philippe's like, I catch loads of flies. I've got loads. And she's like, no, it needs to be the one with the white head. And she shouts at him and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. Just look for this fly. It'll be fine. Then the maid kills a fly because it's annoying her. And she goes absolutely mad and she's like, no, 
let me see it. But it's a normal fly. And she's like, do not kill them. Just catch them. And she's kind of running around the house trying to find flies. Can't find this fly. And then she's really sad. Philippe comes back from his escapades of fly catching and she's like, did you get it? And he's like, no, This is where Philippe it. really comes into his own because he's obviously the best fly catcher in the house. In the land. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Have you ever tried to catch a fly? It's no. fucking difficult. No, never. Because no. they've got like all round vision so they see you they coming. See you co- oh. If you want to kill a fly, you're best going above them and then they fly upward. Oh. Yeah. Never. Apparently. Right. But then also I wouldn't really want to no. Kill a fly with you my bare hands. You need to catch it and check its limbs to see if it's a human. Yeah, exactly. So then uh, they see this fly and she's like, it's in the house, it's here. And it looks like somebody has put Tipex on a fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if they did, but it does look like they've just blobbed a piece of Tipex on yeah. it or paint Literally, or something. Literally, yeah. So they're like, get it some sugar and it'll stay. And they, they do catch it, but then she manages to let it go somehow. And then it goes to the window, which has got a crack in it. Yeah. And I was like, you are the worst catcher of flies this is, ever. This is your husband and you're she's trying like, to get. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll go outside and head it off. But she ends up letting it go and it flies off. So then she chases it outside. And I was like, you've no chance <laughs> of getting that fly. She loses it and she just bursts into tears. And then Philippe is so cute. And he's like, don't worry, mummy. Don't worry. We'll find it. It's fine. Oh, bless him. Uh, he caught it once, he'll probably catch yeah. it again. So, apparently um, David Hedison had no stuntman for his oh, really? for his stunts. Mm, as what the fly. were the stunts that he did? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but apparently he did his own stunts. And apparently uh, Patricia Owens, who was the wife, has a, had a real fear of insects. Mm. So well, best film for her, then. The director didn't let her see... The makeup of the oh, fly until, until the, reveal. the actual reveal. Yeah. So her expression Three was probably was like, bah! yeah. <laughs> 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 Found a really strange bug yesterday in my Did spare you? room. I think I don't know if it was an earwig. Might it could have been, have been an earwig. earwig. One time it was really when I red. Was young. My mum made cauliflower cheese. Oh god! And she scooped out one piece of cauliflower, and underneath that, in the sauce, was an earwig. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, horrible. Yeah. Ooh. I haven't seen an earwig for years. We used to get them all the time. Oh, ago they're horrible, aren't they? You look like giant, no, well, tiny scorpions. Yeah, they do look yeah. a bit scorpiony, don't they? Because they've got like pincers mm. on the back. I always uh, freak, the thing that freaks me out is uh, weevils. Oh, yeah. And how they can like get in your flower and stuff. Yeah, ah, oh, weevils. Weevils. But I do like the word weevil because <laughs> it, it sounds really cute, but I was like, eh, no. It kind of makes me feel a bit... Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So she goes back to the lab and she's like, I've brought you some food. We caught that fly, but then it escaped. And I don't know what he's doing, but he's eating like an absolute animal. He's just he shoveling it in. Steak or something, was it? Was it steak? Yeah, I think I it was remember, steak, yeah. but like under his little yeah. sheet. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so he, he basically decides that he wants to destroy everything. And he and he's kind of t- he's trying to type out because he can't talk. He's yeah. typing out what, and he's sort of saying that his brain's kind of deteriorating, and there's no time, and his will's going, and he can't think straight. And then she's kind of saying, "Why don't you just go through again? It might help." Yeah, and it she's might like, "No, tangle you." Yeah, she's like, "No." He's like, "I need the fly mm. to go in with me." But then he does decide that he might try again. But then I think not at this point anything might help. The fly kind of texts him over, and then. Mm. Uh, and then we get the reveal of the fly. So he texts his... Does it fall off? I think the sheet falls yeah. off. And he's basically got a big fly head. <laughs> and then she's like... Ah! But then it cuts to like fly right. vision of her just going... Ah! It's amazing. Oh, that's my favourite bit, the fly vision. And then she faints. And he takes her to a chaiselong that's in the lab oh yeah of course because why wouldn't you have one and uh he goes to kiss her with his and his little claw his little fly claw on her and then uh it's kind of he's been taken over by the fly Mm. so he kind of runs away from her then he starts trashing his lab starts setting fire to all his research he erases the board of everything basically removes any trace of this research that he's done puts the cloth back on his head um and then he basically puts on the board, factory, kill fly, 
don't come near me. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> but like the love you is really like scrawled. <laughs> then uh, they walk to the factory. And I was like, has anybody not seen him go well, to the factory? Get? Do we you even live right at the back of the factory? Or you t- presumably drove? Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, this is the one bit. They skipped, They did more on the science of teleportation than they did on how they journeyed from the house to the factory. And how they had a crepe for dessert. Yeah. The important bits. So they get there and he sets up the press and then he gets under the press with his head in his hand to get rid of the yeah. evidence, basically. What is crepe, Suzette? Is it where you make a crepe and you put brandy on it and set it on fire? Brandy and... It's, sugar you set it on fire, citrus. don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Never had it. I don't think I need to set anything on fire in the house. No, I wouldn't like to. No. So he sets up this press and gets under and she goes to press the button, but I think she kind of goes up to him to be like, goodbye, I'll see you later. But he tries to drag her in because like, mm. he's, he's all fly now. Yeah. Tries to drag her in. She manages to escape and she presses it. She squishes him, but then realises that his hand wasn't in it. Yeah. So you can evidence. still see this like fly claw because I because I at the beginning it says his head and his arm mm. were in it and I was like that's weird but that's why that's why so she has to do it again to get rid of the evidence and then we get the sort of swirly whirly fade back into the present President. day they do this with like um I don't know if it's like Scooby D- the like what's your sat musical instrument where you play it harp harp reminds me of Wayne's World. So, yeah, so the, the ins- is the inspector there as well? I think the inspector's there and they're like, well, that was a weird story. And there's no notes or evidence to back up, back up mm. your story. And then uh, she she kind of says that he, he was inhuman and it was the right thing to do and I'm glad that thing is dead because that wasn't my husband. Yeah. So they're like, okay, uh, we're going to just go chat about how crazy you are now. Mm. See you in a bit. So they leave to talk and then uh, the inspector's like, do you believe her then? And he sort of says, well, it explains what happened. And he was a genius, but he's still on the fence, this inspector. Yeah. He's like, I don't think... It doesn't sound... It sounds too far-fetched. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm not convinced by this story. So the nurse is, like, keeping an eye on her because he's, like, keep an eye on her, make sure she doesn't go anywhere because might have to charge her for murder, basically. Or have her committed. Yeah, he basically thinks she's insane and he's like, what's to say that she won't go after her son? What, yeah. you know... Show me the fly and I'll believe you. Until then, I think she's a nut. I mean, he kind of has a point in that he doesn't believe it because it is not not easy to believe, is it? But in this case, yeah. it's true. Yeah, that's it. And I think, like, they ask the maid and she's like, well, I, I've not seen anything. So Vincent's out looking for this fly. <laughs> and, and you can kind of say, he's sort of like, He's got this sort of look as if to say, what is my life? What is going on? Yeah. Why am I looking for this fly? Yeah, he's almost like, I'm really just, I don't even believe in yeah. this myself. Why am I looking for this fly? Yeah. And he uh, sits on a bench and there's a big spider web attached to this bench and, mm. a, and a bush. Oh, this bit drove me mad. And then you could hear, help me, help me, help, help. help. <laughs> but he doesn't hear it. Vincent doesn't Vincent. hear it. Oh, then the police and the sort of nuthouse people roll up and they're like, yep, we're going to have her sectioned because she is crazy. And uh, they're like, right, get her a dressing gown. And then they're like, yeah. She's like, why? And she's like, I think the nurse is like, well, you'll need one where you're going. And she's <laughs> like, whoa, now, where am I going? What? I've told you what happened. And they're like, yeah, you're going to get arrested for murder. And also they think you're insane. And she's like, but I told you, I told you everything. And then they're basically teching her. I think the son starts to come in and he's like, Francois's trying to stop him mm. from seeing his mum in this state because that's quite traumatising. So he's like, shall we go for a walk? We'll go for a walk. Yeah. So they go outside and then I think Philippe says, that's that spider I caught. No, no, not spider. That's that fly I yeah. caught earlier. Philippe's very sharp-eyed, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's like, I caught it. And then he kind of looks at it. He's like, oh my God. So he's like, get the inspector, come quickly. And, and he's just like, oh, what now? Like, she's crazy. I don't know mm. what you want. And then uh, he's like, look, look at this. And he points into this web. There's a fly in it with the head of Andre, of Andre. and an arm. And an arm. And he's crying And it's in, like a, he's in like a 
cocoon yeah. that the spider's done and he's going help me and the spider's kind of there like mm, mm. i'm gonna eat you oh, nerve-wracking and they're kind of they're kind of looking at this and and they're like oh my god and then basically the inspector gets a big rock and smushes yeah the like, fly the spider rescued him. everything yeah and then kind of sits down to try and sort of realize what he has just seen <laughs> and then he's like i'll never forget that scream that put i'll never forget that scream that was haunting yeah and they're like no one's gonna believe us like who is gonna believe that and then uh they're like maybe it was a suicide it was a suicide it was yeah, she didn't kill anybody that, yeah so then that's what they decide <laughs> then it cuts to uh her crocheting in the garden so she didn't get arrested and they're, they're all going to have dinner. And then Philippe's like, can I ask you a question, uncle? And he's like, yes, yes, you can. And he's like, why did dad die? And he says he died because of his work. He was searching for the truth. Mm. And it was most dangerous. And then I think the son's like, I want to do the same. <laughs> Not quite the same, Not though. quite the same Don't because exactly it didn't work out. What if Philippe is Jeff Goldblum? <gasps> Whoa. Wow. Could be. What is Jeff Goldblum's name in the remake? Is it Philippe? No. Well then. But he could have changed his name. He could have changed his name. Yeah. <gasps> could have, changed his, could have found the, the notes. When he was like 18, he was about to move out to go to study science at university. He found his father's notes. And then developed his... Recreated wow. it. Wow. That's canon now in my mind. So he yeah, Sad so he's story, like, I really. want to do science like Dad. It's great. And they're like, that's lovely. Let's all leave together. How and tall that's the end. Is Vincent Price? <laughs> he's very tall, isn't he? Very I don't tall. know. I don't know how tall he was, but he's he looked tall. very tall. Yeah. That's it. Fiend. It was good. It was good. I liked it. Apparently, uh, <laughs> there was a small animatronic figure used in the web. For, oh really? For the <laughs> <laughs> how small was it? <laughs> and apparently, um, I think they used something like for reference to look at it. And apparently, they had to take loads of takes because Vincent Price and the inspector just kept bursting out <laughs> laughing at it and they couldn't they just couldn't get the tape properly I love that I really liked it I thought it was really good I enjoyed it yeah. I really enjoyed it I yeah. didn't think I would I don't really tend to watch old films but I think I might have changed my mind because I've enjoyed yeah. the last two that we've done so I think they are old films can be good because not only is the film itself enjoyable but it's like seeing a different time it's like yeah. seeing what it was like in a different era like that's stuff it from the 50s just feels like a thousand years ago now doesn't yeah it? yeah i would give it a four out of five gore a one because it wasn't it wasn't really, really gory i'd probably give it a zero for gore really and a three for humor because there were some really <laughs> funny moments in it i loved how the animals were cross i loved that guy's expression at the beginning the caretaker at the beginning oh, it's the best but yeah overall i recommend it I think it's a good... It was Trey Hilaire, wasn't it? It was Trey yeah. Hilaire. I did like it. So, next week, oh. we're doing a Nicolas Cage film Ooh. next week. Yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, Excellent. recently, he started doing... He started doing like a lot of horror films as Nicolas Cage. It's great. So, we're doing Colour Out of Space next week. <laughs> Colour Out of Space? Colour Out of Space. What's I think it's about? kind of like the blob type. Ooh. Mysterious space goo. I think I've never watched it, so it would. I couldn't they have come up with a better title. But I've heard it's good, so. Oh well, I'm sure it will be. If it's so, got Cage in it, will yeah. be. Yeah. Oh yeah. So for next week, watch Color Out of Space, and in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod, and we're also on the emails at Wonderful and Strange at Hotmail dot com, and we're also on Buy Me a Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Extra episodes. You can request films. Doesn't necessarily have to be horror. Whatever you feel like. What under siege with um, under siege with what's his face? Casey Ryback. What I'd really like to do is uh, escape from New York. Oh <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Snake Plissken. Yeah. Escape from LA. Escape from LA. I've not watched that one yet. That, I've seen a bit of that one. I've seen the plastic surgery bit. Yeah. Which, if we watch it, we'll see again. Yeah, I have got it recorded actually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's that. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody.
Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com thisishome today.